0: Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're
1: listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina.
2: Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back, and welcome to episode 36 of the Level La Platina podcast. Today, we will be talking about a very particular topic that a lot of us have a problem with. It's the topic of asking for help. This could be asking for help, whether it be in your personal life or professional life or any other aspect of your life. A lot of us have a hard time really reaching out and asking those around us for assistance. So, I know for me, I was just about to tell you ladies off mm. off, off record how <laughs> we're joking about how, oh my God, I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant again. That's like an ongoing joke because I've mm. been like a lot of, you know, been pregnant nonstop for three years. I'm going to be the mom of three under three. Si Dios quiere, primero Dios. Yeah. In March, trying to prep my kids, Gali and little Shwaki, mm-hmm. to be set up to be okay. You know, Gali, you watch your brother. Brother, watch Gali. You guys are good. And I'm thinking, I'm trying to get this little stuff together to keep him entertained. And I'm like, how in the world am I going to do it with three? Because mm-hmm. not, it's not all the time that the people or our village are available to help us out, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And recently, I've been feeling a little bit, not guilty, just a little uncomfortable asking for help.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Because the last time I asked for help, which it was this past weekend. And my mom didn't do it to make me feel bad. But I was asking them if they could watch the kids on um, on Saturday because we were gonna go on a double date night, also if they could watch them in the afternoon for Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-hmm. It kind of said something along the lines of, well, you know, when I had you guys, I never asked anyone for I never left them with Ooh. anyone. That's why I was home. That's why I stopped working. That's why I did mm-hmm. this. And, then, and I'm like, you know what, Mom, props to you, and I respect you for that, and I commend you for all that hard work. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, you didn't have anyone you trusted when we were mm-hmm. growing up, when we were babies. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't trust those people, you know, she's like, no, 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 it isn't that. I'm like, no, that's what it was. I'm like, you've told me stories and you've told me this. I'm like, but it's not necessary for you to tell me this. You know that I'm with my kids all
0: mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. And
2: I only ask for help when I really need it. Right. So it just, that was one thing that I know she probably didn't mean to say it to hurt me, but it definitely made me feel like I don't want to continue to ask my mom.
0: girl. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I've been, totally been there. My been mom is make me feel bad every time I would ask. And sometimes I felt terrible because I thought I don't ask a lot because Diego's mom tends to offer a lot and be around a lot. But it was like a, for your mom, it sounds like she was gentle about it. It was the first time I felt like my mom would do that to me every time I asked. Like it was a, my comadre says a funny story because her mother-in-law is the same way. It's almost like a requirement in my mom's brain and her suegra's brain to start with the no and the guilt trip and the, and they kind of make you feel bad at first, but they're going to say yes. And I kind of, with my mom, right. it sounds a little different than your mom, but one day I just kind of lost it. Cause I, I had a brother that was going through a divorce and my mom was going over every other weekend, watching the kids all day, every day. And I felt my mom had all this compassion for him because he was going through a divorce. And I remember asking for a weekend that I was gonna go up to see you, Ceci, I went to the Cal game. Um, I think he went too, uh Vero, like we all went up to the Cal game. And for whatever reason, Diego was also booked. So I needed her to back me up that weekend. And she made me feel so bad and literally said the same things, Vero, it was like, por eso cuando yo tuve mis hijos, yo los cuide, la la la, whoop de whoop. Like she totally lit on the guilt. And then I said, mom, I'm like a person, like I'm a good daughter. Mm-hmm. I do good things. I, I'm not asking you for help because I'm going to go get high. Like I go to work, <laughs> I I'm successful. Like right, I just, I, I yeah, I want to see my friends and I want to count on you. And I don't want my kids to be with strangers. And it's funny because in that situation, we're saying ask for help. And we kind of started with the guilt trips that people give right. us, right. but if right. we don't ask for help, we're going to go crazy. Right. We're going right. to go crazy right. with our kids. You're with right. everyday Vettel. You were saying you've been there too, Susie."
1: Yeah, I mean, not, not, I don't think my mom has ever said anything, but mis tías, her sisters, for sure, have said um, things like, "Hi, pues si tienen hijos y nomás los, de, los depositan con la, con la abuela, you know, mis tías have said that. N- not to me directly, but like, you know, my sister, my brother, and I was. I think I, was, I got lucky in the sense that my mom had already taken care of my sister's kids and my mm-hmm. brother's kids. So, you know, she'll say things like, sí, you, know, you know, just leave them here, go do your thing. Or now, last year, I was bringing my mom to San Francisco a lot for her to watch the kids while I was doing like things like "Level of Latina," Definitely like las tías, you know, like, metiendo ahí su cuchara, like, oh, you know, "Mastina mm-hmm. tienen And then it's funny to see them, actually. Well, ¿qué pasó con lo que dijiste? You said that you were never going to... I have a tía, in particular, that said... That when her daughters had kids, she was never gonna watch them. Mm. You know, she already brought up her kids. Y ya no le tocaba a ella los nietos. what happened brought up her kids. She already brought up So think, things definitely change. You say one thing, but... But a las abuelas les encanta estar con los nietos. Los and everybody needs things. help. They needed it too. Yeah, so Every, they, yeah they needed it, it put some
0: thumbs in fregadas when you don't get it. Right, right. But but made a good point. Like That's true.
1: When our mothers got here to this country, they didn't have mm-hmm. the network that we have now. They were like the first ones in their family to arrive here, like my mom was. And mm-hmm. she didn't have someone that she could confide in and, and leave us with. And it wasn't until I think she... And it took her several years to start working and it was finally, I think it was around three when she started working and she had me, Tete. you guys met who lives here. Yeah. She had her come and she asked for help, like, hey, I need someone to help me raise her and, and take care of her when I'm, when I'm working. And yeah, she flew, she flew, flew to Hayward or, you know, to, to California and she watched me for, I want to say a whole year or two years, but she wasn't afraid to ask for help. And I still like still to this day, I still kind of feel like you were saying, like oh, you're a little guilty, like asking mm-hmm. for help. But at the end of the day, it's all about that that guilt free evolution, right? Like yeah. Good words no sister. Just, right. We have our we have our things. We we have much busier lives, I think, than our mothers did 30 years ago, whatever it may be. And I think now it's the time for us to ask for help. And and if you don't have family members, you know, and if you can afford it, like Maybe get a nanny, get a sitter, get that sort of help because we need even even if we're stay-at-home moms like Vero and I right now, like we we definitely need that. Hear like, my
0: children in the background. <laughs> so, you you really need it. And what's unfair is because you're a stay-at-home mom. There's no reason that you that it should be assumed you can do it all. No, you can't. Right. Nobody can no, do no. it all. Like, nobody so can do lo- it all. Lo- if lo- the loca, lo- lo- you'd go crazy mm-hmm. all day every day. You need to go to Super Bowl. You need to go with your husband. <laughs>
2: Be you need to go to the supermarket for five yes. minutes and get away. Yes. Brush your fucking hair. Yes, <laughs> right. No, no thank no, you. Okay. <laughs> but else, we're onto something in the sense of we are a different generation, right? Like our moms, our parents came here. Our mothers, sorry for my son. Ahorita no, voy a ver que pasa. Hopefully not choking he him is out. He's
0: like, yeah, yes. Mom, yes. yeah.
2: Uh, but our, yes. our moms went through this this process of motherhood without a lot of the people they trusted, right? And as we got mm-hmm. older, you know, they got to meet, you know, maybe the friends of our of our classmates became friends with the moms or something like that. It's now, I guess, a way for us to redefine what this motherhood, being a Latina professional, mm-hmm. what it is. And I think we talked about this in another podcast. So like Ceci, what you were saying, well, you brought up a good point. Um, I think where, what happened is like, it's it's a guilt-free thing, but we're going through like an evolution, like a motherhood evolution where we're Latinas, mm-hmm. we're professionals, we're trying to balance out these new things in life that our moms didn't have to do, or maybe didn't have the opportunity to do. They had just come to this country, trying to figure out things on their own. What we have now is we've, we've now grown to have, so back in the day, it was more of a, our family came with us, right? From wherever we uh-huh. came from. So if you came from Michoacán, si de Sinaloa, de Jalisco, wherever, Guatemala, El Salvador, wherever you came o from, wherever your, parents, mm-hmm. uh-huh, wherever your parents immigrated from, se venían con alguien que conocían, or mm-hmm. like, hey, te vas a ir de este pueblo, pero vas a llegar allá al otro lado, al sea. norte, con mm-hmm. tal persona y se conocen mm-hmm. del mismo pueblo y todo eso. Sí, so, sí, sí. Y, and you would make friends from there, you know, but it was mm-hmm. all people you knew, because they were all people from back home, all of that. So you had the mm-hmm. same values, a whole family system, but these people weren't people you trusted because they weren't your legit family. Mm-hmm. And then you have us who now our parents came here. They went through this process of, of immigrating and starting families. And next thing, you know, they're, they're teaching us like, okay, escuela. you guys are going to school, go to college and get, get an education. And we develop friendships that you would never think we we would of these people that become family Because of the life experience we get in college, you know, we get to bond with other these other people like there's, you know, we became us, we became friends and really good friends and we consider each other family. And we have now this part of an extended family where we can trust them. Like, I know that if, if, if push came to shove, if my mom or my sister or someone couldn't help me with the kids, I'd be like, oh my God, I have to call comadre. I have to be like, yes, Irene. 100%. Can you help me out, girl? Like, yeah. I really need some help. Yeah. Or like, you know, Ceci, you're in San Francisco, but I'll be like, girl, yeah. <laughs> you know, okay. it, it's, I'll be like, you know, like I've done it before where I've had to reach out to my, to Alba.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
2: was like, yes, I could do it. I'm like, thank you so much. It's just that no one else can help me. Mm-hmm. But we've been able to establish that our family was unable to do that. And I think there was something I was going to mention that we mentioned <laughs> in another podcast. Hi, Papa. That's a little appearance by my son, Joaquin. Hi, He's baby. really sick. He and is so cute, that, it's
0: so hard not to laugh as he's trying to pull your headphones off, it's adorable.
2: <laughs> he's ahead. like pulling my hair, he looks like a little chunky. Ching- he's t-tose. so curious, he's like, why is she wearing those big ears? <laughs> what is that? Oh, yeah. but again, I know, the whole- could see him. I know, mm-hmm. he's a pretty. Okay, so it's okay though. Oh, he might want to have to pull my mic things off. Here you go, draw on mom, there you go, eat it up. Yeah, but the asking for help. And I mean, that's one, one aspect of it. And I know that a lot of our listeners are, are probably not moms and haven't dealt with this. But this is something you might want to just think about and have in the back of your mind when you get there. That's if if you want to be a mom, right? But I think that asking for help also is very challenging in the professional world. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as Latinas, we're like, no, I got this. I I understand what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Some of us are the main bosses, the the main point of direction in in companies and organizations that you're like, how I, the boss woman, the boss lady, the main person here, the executive director, the this or that, how am I going to be the one that reaches out for help? So I know that that's also difficult. It
0: can be lonely. It can be really lonely when you're the one that's supposed to be helping everybody else or having all the answers. I know I was telling you girls offline that we're changing a lot of my organization. We're changing a complete department. Some people are moving on. Some people have ended as interns. And I have to go and replace some folks. And I've got other folks on leave. It's going to be a crazy February. Is it already February? Yes. It's already a crazy yeah. time. Yeah. March is going to be nuts. I feel like February started and I was so behind and busy already that I didn't even get to catch my breath. Like everything changed right. around the last week of January. But I have been having to ask for a lot of help. It was crazy yesterday. I like lost it on the kids and uh, I hadn't in a while. I hadn't really yelled at the kids in a while, but I looked around and everything was kind of messy. And whenever it's Mm -hmm. laundry week, Diego has the kids do laundry. And then it's sort of crazy. Laundry just sort of is all over the house. Sometimes it's Mm -hmm. folded. Sometimes it's not. There's clean baskets, dirty baskets. And I've told Diego, you know, just keep the laundry in the garage because it just becomes kind of crazy in the house. Mm Of course he forgot there was laundry everywhere yesterday morning and the kids were just watching TV. There was really no reason why they couldn't have folded it. So I was yelling at them and I I thought about, wow, I hadn't really yelled at them in a whole month about anything because I try not to, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. And I (laughs) called Diego right away and I'm like, I lost it. I lost it on the kids. (laughs) And I I knew what I was doing by calling Diego and telling him because I felt like I need to calm down. I want him to know Mm -hmm. that. something was I had some feelings and he even said he's like babe tell me tell me if anything like I always ask you how's it going what do you need how can I help you I'm in, I'm in service mm-hmm. of the family what do you need you guys are my priority and I'm like I know but I don't know uh, just just help you know and he's like but tell me you need to be specific like what right. do you yes. specifically need and he goes right now mm-hmm. you were just very specific and I had it I ended up saying I gotta get to work I have to be ready this morning because I have I I have a nine I have and he realized my schedule was busy all day long. Like I even brought home work. I was just back to back to back. And he's like, you don't say that you just tell me help. Or you say I'm overwhelmed. But <laughs> but literally say today, I have a full day. Can you help with da? da, da. And it was so sweet, because I was able to say that to share that he was able to remind me that I need to be specific with him with men, with relationships, women, we have to be specific, we just we forget that. But we think they read our minds and vice versa. Sometimes I think I know what they were yeah. thinking and I'm wrong. Yeah, I was very specific about my day. And then I'm still at Work. I'm working late. I've been working late. And he shows up, it was really sweet, he surprised me. And I thought, he goes, can I stop by to give you a kiss? And I thought, well, that's funny, but okay. You know, I'm about to go home, but all right. I don't mm-hmm. have time for that. I know, Here I was like, go. come on. And I was even like, yeah, okay, go ahead. And I was even talking kind of like, you got to get off the phone. But when I you know? Oh, he hates I when I say, that. what is it? Cause I always say to the kids, what is it? What is it? Diego hates <laughs> when I say that to him. He's like, yes, daddy. Yeah, mm. Yes, honey. Like he always tells me, and I'm like, uh, what is it, babe? He's like, yes, babe. Oh, Anyway, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. And I'm trying to like watch my tone, but I'm typing something. I think I was even promoting like the Level Up Latina podcast or something I was doing at the uh-huh. moment. And he walks uh-huh. in with in and out He's so sweet. He walks mm. in with food for both of us to have dinner. And it's funny because the last couple of days I hadn't had lunch and I think he was catching that. Like she's skipping lunch and coming home and having dinner. And yesterday I did have lunch. I was starving. I ordered lunch, oh. postmates. So I'm like, oh it's so sweet. And he's like, Ya comiste? I'm like oh point. We is. probably had late 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 ass lunch. That's why yeah, I did. Yeah. But it was good because like that was an early dinner, late lunch. I ate way too much. But then I was fine all day. The point is that I ha- I'm glad that I picked up the phone that no me lo like we mm-hmm. didn't eat it. Sometimes you know when we're feeling frustrated, stressed, mm-hmm. overwhelmed. My schedule's crazy at work. So little things at home have to be tight like I don't have time at home to be cleaning up because my sister-in-law was coming over that's why I wanted to clean up and in a lot of ways I asked Diego for help so from your spouse From your staff, from other people, I remember I, I told a board member this week, FYI, like I'm not actually asking for anything, but FYI, this is the staffing world over the next four weeks. And she's like, oh, I'm out of town that week. I would help. And I go, oh, I'm not asking for help yet. I'm just kind of letting you know, like, letting you know, what's this up. is uh-huh. where we are. This is where we're short. If you need stuff from us, it might be no. Because also asking for help, having boundaries. Like if you mm-hmm. don't want to ask for help, you're not comfortable asking for help, don't say yes to things. Right. don't like don't yeah. set yourself up to do things you can't do because if you can't ask for help don't put yourself in situations where you're going to be drowning and need it so i try to do a combination yeah. of that where i said i can't commit to that i can't commit to that i can't commit to that
1: yes like just yes. you know con, you know with my little with the girls like mm-hmm. siempre tienen las mujeres, siempre, siempre. and um i always i think i've told i've said this before i always try to Wash the dishes like at night because like waking up to uh. a messy sink, oh, my, it stresses me the uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like it's just like I can't, I can't handle it. Like, you know what? Pero like no, not you, pero pero um, like,
2: <laughs> siempre nos confunden. Pero the nanny,
1: pero the nanny, pero the nanny is gonna come tomorrow Thursday. You know what? Lo voy los trastes. Like yeah, you know like que no me de pena. Like because that's sometimes right, I'll try to yeah, I try to leave like not so many dishes for her or like I just try to wash the ones from the night before so that. There's no not Girl. a lot more in the morning after breakfast, but I was like, you know what? No, I'm just gonna stack them neatly so it's they're not like falling. She's out your of the help. Sink. She's your help. Yeah. So I did that. I was like, you know what? Que ella lo lave. I usually wash Fridays, but because we're uh, we're traveling tomorrow, I was like, okay, I'm gonna wash yeah, yesterday. What was it? Wednesday. I washed and the same thing. I was like, okay, you know what? was gonna come. I'm not gonna fold the clothes. Yeah, fold it for me. <laughs> leave it there and you know don't be afraid or scared to ask for help so le dejé la
0: ropa. i love what you said about because this is true and i think this is also the, the guilt-free evolution When we re- when we reference yes. guilt-free evolution we mean we come from a wonderful culture and a background and of latinas and we're so proud and our moms were raised one way but we're now mm-hmm. being women that are developing in a different way because we are in a different society and it's more modern times and we are now in the u.s it's we have to evolve with the let go of mm-hmm. the guilt because you said you felt a little guilty. Like, you feel a little guilty. You yeah, don't want to leave the person off. that's going to help you the dishes. And I right. used to feel that way all the time with my suegra. And it's yeah. like, I would pay my suegra. She would watch my kids. Yeah. Diego, was all, Diego didn't care. Diego was all about it. Like, you know, my mom will watch the dishes no matter how yeah. many they are. But I was yeah. always like, no, but it has to be sort of clean. He's like, that's part yeah. of her job. She's <laughs> going to clean. I'm like, no, it's my suegra. Like, I'm like cleaning the inside of the microwave, the corners of like the floor, <laughs> yeah. like everything my mom ever yelled at me about. And I'm like, this Latino in me that, and I know she's my suegra. So it's a, a different level of want to not ha- be a pig. Like, I'm not going to ever. But that's the other part, though. Yeah. It's, not just a guilt. it's not just a guilt. It's like, yeah. you
1: know,
2: what kind of operation am I running here in this household? And it's like the kind of operation you're running at work, right? It's like, <laughs> you know what? You're, you are the boss. You're human. You're the boss at home. You're the boss at work, but you're only human. And we, even though we like to say and think, I got it all. I can do this all on my own. It's a lot of shit. it's a lot of stuff that goes into it, and it's it's impossible. No way. a lot of us have a hard time with that. and we do need to just let that go. Don't, you know, let go of that guilt, guilty feeling. Like go of the El Quediran. You know what? As long as your kids are alive every day, they're getting fed. <laughs> you <be> know, laugh? <laughs> he's laughing. He's like, "I'm alive, Mama. Make some noise." It's like never give them a penny. They're, you know? they're, they're happy. They're yeah. happy. And everyone's okay. Like that's what matters. And at work, I know it, it's been a while for me, but I, I've been in positions where I had to lead a team. Right? You're managing in management positions. You you need to have results. And there's times where you do need that help. And at that point, it's like okay. I know I'm a good leader. I know I'm a good, I'm a good manager. I'm a good director, but there's things that need to get done. And I have other things to do. Okay. Well, that's why you have other people in your team that you can look to. And I think we talked about this before too. This is how it should be done. Can you do it or not? Mm -hmm. And if they're like, no, I can't do it. Then, then you start thinking, well, then I need to reevaluate who's on my team. (laughs) If If you have not yet been, if you've been on my team and you're, let's say you're my assistant manager or you are my lead on this and you cannot handle this responsibility to the level of expectation that you know I have, then you know what? Then we need to reconsider some stuff here. Yeah, Consider absolutely. Position, all of Teamwork, that
0: work, baby. Teamwork. you need
2: you need people on your team that know what you need, that know knows what the team needs, and knows what is necessary to to make sure that everyone's successful. Get the right yeah. people
0: on your team to so you provide mm-hmm. help and support. Sometimes beyond work and beyond marriage, I think it's really important to remember if you're a person that's based in faith, turn mm-hmm. to prayer. It's a weird way of asking for help because I do think that you know no one's God's not going to hey. come down and give you a hand and mop your floors or anything. Pero, mm-hmm you know it's also going to bring you solace so we do a catechism with the kids as part of them doing their first communion and we just mm-hmm. had a whole really cool lesson on prayer and the different ways that people pray and why you pray and I thought it was one of the best most, most fascinating classes you know sometimes when you just don't have the resources or anyone that you fully can turn to like the tienes que des God. and if it's not in a journal if it's not with yeah. a friend just sit and breathe and pray one lady was saying that she doesn't sleep very well and so at night she's just like God, God and suddenly she dozes off I'm like that's a weird sort of self-soothing I never thought about that but hey if you need that help try it try every piece of advice you mm-hmm. get and the prayer might be weird and turning to god might be weird for some people just do that I, an intern came in yesterday and, and she was really stressed about something at a regular job and she asked if she could run over to her regular job and i tend to say yes to the interns but i'm not there actual supervisor I'm one above the supervisor so I can be the good cop a little bit and they don't often turn mm-hmm. to me I had mm-hmm. just said yes to something else for this particular intern because she was having a day and I said you know what I'll approve that go ahead I'll take an hour run over to your job no big deal and she sits down and she's like taking a deep breath and I said just make sure your core supervisor knows or I'll let her know and the poor woman didn't get up to leave right away she's just sitting there taking like these deep breaths and I thought man whatever she has to run over to deal with at a regular job it's stressful and we're just sitting in quiet and I was already happy that I had already made the decision to just let her go be in her way she she was asking for help. She needed to step away for an hour to do this thing. And I love how she's like, I'm not going to really be here anyway. I won't be at work anyway if I have this thing I'm worried about. We sat there in silence. We sat there in silence. I don't know if you like believe in prayer or God, but you say a little prayer on your way or I'll say a little prayer for you or, or let's hug it out. And she just kind of like yeah. smiled and she got it. She's like, I love hugs. And we hugged and Aww. I was like, okay, well you know, good luck. And turns out they just wanted to meet with her to approve this really contentious promotion she got. But she got the promotion Aww. is the point. Um. So she couldn't Oh, right yeah. back in, and she's like, "Thank you, thank you for your willingness. Thank you for saying yes." But I was just so glad that I just said yes, that I was there mm-hmm. to help. That it worked out for her. That she asked for help. Clearly, she was going through something. Right. So I think it's just try to be there for people and listen when you can. Oh, and if it is faith that you have to rely on, rely on that. If it's a hug, give it's people hugs. Hug,
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I read I, somewhere I, that that you know, ha- hugging daily makes a difference. Like it's just like yes. the feeling of a hug, right? So hug That's it out.
0: That's so sweet. Hug it out with your kids too, right? Yeah. Hug it out. I, I read somewhere that was like ten hugs a day.
2: Is, is like, it a ten hugs? Um, okay, I'm gonna see. like yeah, ten hugs. But Irene, I, when you bring I it, it you mentioned God. And some of us, I mean, I'm a, I, I'm a woman of faith. I do believe in God. Now I haven't been in church in years, where I go on Sundays and la show la my pisaron, faith. In the so in church <laughs> <que> <laughs> No, remember, I went to Catholic school my entire oh, life. I, went to, she 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 I My parents were devout Catholics. So we you were probably kissing Sunday. boys
0: in the back of the church. That okay,
2: too, that too, when we were going to do a student, you know, our school uh, mass. She's Kitty but, um No, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I knew what kissing was, and I like, oh, the professionals are dark. wet. Just kidding. Baby. I
0: know. Hi, um, Vettel. Hi, Vero.
2: But it's just that this feeling of times when you're like, you know what? There's my friends are unavailable. I feel, you know, I can't reach out to anybody or anything like this. When you have faith, whether it be in God or you're spiritually a faithful person, or you have, or you, you understand, you know, being one with the universe, when you have that, you can definitely say, Lord or universe, give yes. me this clarity. do This, like you feel like that you can do anything because it's that feeling of, yes, you're not alone, but you have an omnipotent power behind mm-hmm. you. that, in a sense gives you this feeling of shit's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter Yeah, it's just like, okay, let it be. Whatever it is, I have no control over it and let, let it just happen. It's a beautiful feeling because you feel like there's no one else to turn to. At this point, it's now, you know, I, I haven't seen God I, but or shook their hand or like Irene said, they came down and mopped my floors. No, but it's mm-hmm. like that feeling of when it's like, ¿Ya no puedo? and I yes. think that I feel like this feeling of calmness and like, it's going to be all right.
0: Whatever it takes to ground you. And if it's not God, if it's meditation, if it's breathing, yesterday, I was slightly feeling overwhelmed. I remember in the middle of the day, because all these things just happened in the same hour. And I just sat there and I I took a deep breath and I just thought, remember who you are. You got this. No big deal. Everything doesn't have to be done now. And I sit there and ask myself for help. (laughs) <laughs> like, I was like, what would be yeah. the best thing Irene should do right now? <laughs> <laughs> what would I <laughs> do, myself? do? What would Irene yeah. do? Everyone probably tells somebody to not stress about this. You can't do anything yeah. about it. All right, all right. I'm going to take a deep breath. Like in the moment I was, okay, I'm good. I got this. Yeah. I yeah. just kept moving and put some stuff aside and realized that doesn't have to happen now. And I can do that tomorrow. But just balance. So meditation, breathing. And when you can or- afford it, therapy. Counseling. Yeah, I was just going
1: to say that. I was just going to say that because we're so hesitant to reach for professional help. Like, oh my God, you know, we mm-hmm. think like that. Like, to a counselor? Right. It's generational because our parents never taught, that, taught us that, or we just never went as kids. And now there's like child therapists early on, because sometimes you mm-hmm. need that professional. that professional. book, Big Little Lies. I don't know if you guys remember, did you guys read it or watch the series on HBO? Oh, Yay. yeah, I love oh. it. I love that character Celeste, right? She's in, a, in an abusive relationship with her husband. Uh-huh. And she always, she doesn't tell a friend at the beginning, she doesn't tell anyone. And she, um, she thinks it's her fault, because she's the one that um, provokes her husband, or she'll say like, uh-huh. Oh, I hit him back. I hit him back. So it's okay. But it's not okay. Uh Like if it gets to that point, like girl, get some help. You know, no te quedes calladita. Dile a una amiga, platícale sin pena because uno nunca sabe. You have to. That's a a a a a matter of life or
0: death. That's a matter of life or death. So on a serious note, for serious support, if it's abuse, Mm -hmm. if it's drugs, if it's a dangerous situation that that you're in and it's so hard to ask for help and you're listening to our words right now. Our tip mm-hmm. of the day is a serious tip of the day. If you're listening to our words right now and deep down, you know, we're talking to you and you're going through something heavy. We want to encourage you to reach out, whether that is calling the police, whether that is checking yourself into a hospital, whether that is emailing a friend because you can't get the words out, what texting a friend, texting a parent, telling your priest, whoever you trust, go to who you trust right. because- You should not sit in silence in a situation that is dangerous and painful and potentially it could be a matter of life or death. So we really want to be serious about our tip of the day for today, because as he brings up a really good point that people are dealing with major issues. It's not just the dirty house to the stressful husband or Mm -hmm. a crying baby. It's abusive relationships. It's drug addiction. It's situations where you're afraid and you're scared and you should never be in your own life afraid or scared of someone or something. So we want to encourage you to reach out for help, even if it's anonymous, even if it's just to get you the support that you need. Things in the news. We hear so many scary things about people that we know. And we always look back and be like, oh, if we only would have known. We wish we exactly. could no, we have we helped them. Mm-hmm. Suicide is one of those things. Suicide is one of those serious things. So we just said therapy and sometimes we can't afford therapy but there's a lot of great books out there on therapy. Uh, exercises that so you don't have to actually have a therapist. I'd like to recommend those to the teenagers that we work with. There's something called CBT. I think it's called Cognitive Behavior Therapy and there's great therapists that provide that but there's also workbooks, assignments and work on your own mindset, stress management, anxiety management. As women, I think women suffer a lot from depression. And those are the things that we try to hide as women. Oftentimes. There's also, I know you mentioned that therapy is expensive, but if you do do
2: some research, there are therapists that are doing their hours getting their license. Um, They will work with you because they need to make sure they get the experience. They will work with you. Either it will be free or whatever you can afford. So that way you don't feel that there is a problem because if you are already having issues, like if you're having a problem like depression or a problem where it's, you know, you you have suicidal thoughts, picking up a book and reading about something might not be the, the thing for you. Mm-hmm. You might not have that motivation, mm-hmm. yeah. but at least, it, I mean, there, there are services out there that are not as expensive as having an actual therapist where you can find it for free or for a very low cost of what mm-hmm. it could be affordable to you. So don't give up either, especially if you don't have those, those people you can reach out to, to talk to, but at least you can find services out there that, that are available at, from close to no cost to no cost.
0: We need everybody on this earth. So if you feel alone and you feel that you're not seen or heard, everybody's valuable. Every single person. We are here to remind you that we appreciate your presence and your existence, whoever you are, wherever you are out in the world and find that help. Ask for that help because that's oh. such a critical tool. So I think with that, we can say like, let go of the guilt, let go of the El dirán
2: What are people going to say? Mm-hmm. We're going to judge me and reach out, reach out for help and in every way that you can. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you for joining us. Ceci, Irene, you guys had some good stories. Irene, you always have a way of, of putting your words in, uh, in, in a way that we can all understand and yeah. feel very comfortable. Like just like she grew Yes, you hit it—the nail on the head, perfect. The right. red lipstick—it's the red lipstick, it's the red lipstick book. It's a, yeah. yeah, look at my pale ass over here. She's looking anyway.
0: <laughs> Hey, you guys are so sweet. Yeah. I should dress up for the podcast more often. I usually yeah. look like I got home from the gym, but it's just because I run to Starbucks. But anyway, <laughs> I,
2: still have my it's still a workout. I dig the hat look. I dig the hat look. And
0: by run, I mean take a leisure walk with my husband.
2: <laughs> <laughs> leisure walks from here now work. I'm like, <clears> oh
0: <throat> <laughs> <Auto. laughs> you no. Know? Leisure walk, walk is like kitchen. you go from the desk yet to the kitchen. That's your leisure walk. <laughs> uh, I love you guys. Right Let's but ask everyone, each other for help. Yeah. It it's always yes. a pack right now in the mean, podcast. I you mean. heard it. Let's ask each other for help. We do never have to be perfect. We never have to be, we never have to feel bad when we have too much going on and we need a break or we need support. Bethal, you can ask me for help. I want to babysit the kids, okay? Ceci, okay. Whatever you need yes, from me, I'll be your your proofreader, your writer, your editor. I yeah, you I
1: do. You I do, I do do that when I send like when I'm writing something and I want, you know, a, a second look at it, I send it to you girls. So, so, thank I'm you for super for how
2: to do that. Yeah.
0: We got each other's back. Thanks
2: so just like that how we have each other's back level of latina is here to have your back whatever it is you guys need whether it be professional leadership whether it be financial empowerment or whether it be self-care we are here for you or you just want to talk or need help from someone that is not your mm-hmm. direct friend or your mm-hmm. father, your mom or, you know, that's later going to make you feel guilty. We will give it to you real unbiased completely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just reach out to us and you know how to get in contact with you with us. If by any chance you don't, make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at level Love Latina. We're on Facebook and Instagram under at level Love Latina. Also shoot us an email. Our email is admin at level dot com. And let's keep this conversation going. Yes. Email us. Let us know what you're thinking. Maybe give us a a shout out on how you felt about this topic. What else we can probably talk about. So let's keep this conversation going. And we want to thank you again for checking in with us and joining us on this podcast today. Love you you guys. Don't forget forget to to
0: level up. Ciao.